Welcome to the Thrive TV Show with Lauren Parsons, helping you boost your health, energy, and productivity. Hi there, and welcome to an episode of the Thrive TV Show. My name is Lauren Parsons, your host, and today I'm joined by Forrest Tuff, all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. Hi there, Forrest. Hi, how you doing? I am doing great, thank you. So good to connect with you all the way around the world. So Forrest yeah. is the founder and CEO of One Vision Productions, and today we are talking about growing a successful business. So I know all of the entrepreneurial-minded people and business owners and leaders will be keen to hear this one. So we're going to talk about why you are your best investment, the importance of strategic branding, and the benefits of effective communication. So before we get into that, Forrest, I've got some quick this and that questions for you. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay, so tell me spots or stripes? Stripes. Stripes, nice, okay. Burgers or pizza? Pizza. German or French? French. Okay. A month without your car or a month without the internet? A month without a car. Okay, nice, got to stay connected. Hip-hop or rock? Hip-hop. Okay. Indoor pool or outdoor pool? Indoor. Okay, nice. iOS or Android? Android. Android, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. And would you rather be able to fly or be invisible? Fly. Fly, yeah, I'm with you on that as well. Fantastic. Great, good. Nice to get to know you a little bit. So Forrest Tuff is an award-winning filmmaker and television producer. He's the founder and CEO of One Vision Productions, a multimedia production and brand agency whose clientele range from small businesses to Fortune 100 corporations. It's been named one of Georgia's best and brightest companies to work for multiple times, I believe. And he's a servant leader, empowerment speaker and certified master coach. He was voted among the top 100 transformational leaders by the John Maxwell team. And he's also founded a Pay It Forward grant, which is annually awarded to a nonprofit that's the recipient of the President's Call to Service Award. So it's such a privilege to connect with you. Thank you so much for your time. So just tell us a bit about what do you do now and what do you love about what you do, Forrest? Well, I run a multimedia production company and we spend a lot of time branding and creating product material for corporations, small businesses, government agencies, and also we work with film and TV studios. So I love it because I get to tell a story. I'm a storyteller and that's kind of why I got into public speaking. And in my work, we're able to tell stories for different companies, tell why they do what they do and how they can help others who need their services. Mm -hmm. Nice. And so today we're talking about growing a successful business, which is obviously, you know, there's that saying, build it and they will come, which we know is actually not true. That if you it's build something amazing, you still got to tell people about it. So, yes. you know, tell us, you say that you are your best investment. Tell me a bit more about that. You know, growing up and working in an environment nine to five, one of the things that I found so interesting working for someone else is that you had to constantly sell yourself. You know, if you met quotas every month or every quarter, guess what? When it came around, you had to do it again. So I learned that I had to continuously build and be the best version of myself every day. I couldn't rest on my laurels from last month. I had to always come in and be the best version of myself. 
So when I pivoted to entrepreneurship, I had to use those same principles for myself because I work harder for myself than I do for anyone, right? And I have now a hundred bosses as opposed to two direct reports. So you have to be the best version of yourself and you have to always find out ways to become pliable, I would say, to work with other people. Because every time you work with a new client, there's a different set of rules of engagement and how they like to be handled and how they interact with one another. So when, and every, anytime you invest in yourself and your communication or your listening or your evaluating situations, you become better for the clients you serve. Mm-hmm. And so tell me, what are the practical ways of people listening in? Just to break that down and make it more concrete, what are things that you recommend people do to invest in themselves? I would say studying. I, you know, I don't know if this is a lost art. I love to read. There are books that yeah. I read on how to become better at communication or how to become better in interacting with different people. Also mm-hmm. on how to invest in your business, you know, how to take the revenue that you make and put it back into your business or things that will help you to grow uh, with your team or in your company. So I would say, number one, reading. I would also say become a part of a professional group. You know, if you're mm-hmm. into public speaking, maybe Toastmasters or John Maxwell, some of these groups that can help you become more proficient and you'll be around people that are doing what you're doing. So you can learn from others that are in that same genre of what you're trying to accomplish. So I would also say reading, you know, professional groups and just taking the time to focus on you, you know, focus on your health, your wellness, you give yourself vacation time to relax and regroup. So those are some of the things that I do to invest in myself in order to become better at what I do. Mm, nice. Yeah. Fantastic. Any favorite books that spring to mind? Yes. There's one that changed my thinking. It's called Blue Ocean Strategy. Now, okay. this particular book, just to give you a quick premise, it's like there's the blue ocean and the red ocean. The red ocean is where everyone's fighting for the same thing. So there's sharks, like sharks in the water. It's blood in the water. The blue mm-hmm. ocean is clear water. It's where you create your own avenue. It's almost like the circus. When we were growing up, the circus was elephants. It wasn't a great place to go, but fun for kids. Now, here comes Cirque du Soleil, and now the circus is an event. It's a date night. It's something extravagant, and the tickets went from $10 to maybe 100 So that's an example of a blue ocean. So that concept is something that I like as a person who's trying to venture in new areas. Mm-hmm. It's that whole idea of Zig while everyone else is zagging, you know, find something that's totally unique. Yeah, exactly. fantastic. I love it. Okay. So you said that one of the key things is what you call strategic branding. So can you just give us a definition for a start? What is strategic branding? Well, strategic branding in a nutshell is having a purpose with what you do. So for instance, if you choose a certain logo or slogan for your company, why? That's always the question. Whenever you do something strategically, ask yourself the question why, and that will give you the premise to find out the reason for doing it. So anytime I do something, I always ask the question, why? And what is the end game? So if you want to find out how to, overall, just what is the strategy? The strategy is finding out what is the end game and the purpose for what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So that's what I consider strategic branding. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, it's something that I know that the person that does all of my branding for me has taught me a lot along the way because I'm a creative type. And so I'll always be coming up with new ideas and new courses and new offerings. And she's great because she keeps saying, okay, Lauren, where does this fit under, you know, Lauren Parsons' wellbeing brand? Where does this sit 
what are you picturing you're going to do with this in the future? And it's just, she's really good at helping me to slow down. And, and I think, you know, try to think more strategically to picture right. where it's going to go, how it's going to work together, because as a business owner, we know the wood for the tree, you know, it's that whole thing. If you can't see the wood for the trees, we know the tree so in so much detail that it's hard to picture right. it from someone else's point of view when they're just first see your brand or hear about your message or what you offer. Like, how do you get it across really clearly? Now, I know right. you mentioned storytelling before, which I believe in as well is so key. So yes. tell us a bit about branding and storytelling and why that's important. You know, everything is a story. Whenever you, I think the thing that resonates with people are stories. I mean, we watch entertainment. We love a good story. Whenever we watch those music shows, we love to hear the background of why this artist is where they are, the struggle they had to go through. I just think inherently people love a great story. And for mm -hmm. me, being a creative, a story is a way to get your message out without it being overly salesy and, and just, a, you know, no point to it. It's like, there's a reason to the madness. And I always feel like with everything, a story helps you understand the reasoning for why people do things. And so for me, it's been the thing that's helped to resonate with others. Because once they find out your story or the reason you do a certain thing, it makes sense. And you know, it's translated into working with other organizations because one of the things we ask them when we sit down is, you know, what are you trying to share with your stakeholders, with the people that are invested in your company? And once we know that story with that, their vision or their mission and their values, we're able to make that translate in the production so that it resonates. And I think if you can incorporate a story into whatever you're sharing with people, it's, they get a piece of you, you know, and that's mm -hmm. why social media is so big now. Everyone wants to know you. They want to know a part of you. So for me, storytelling has always been a part of my life growing up. You know, I was always had a camcorder recording things. And so it's just translated into everything that I do now. Mm, fantastic. Yeah, and it's something that I am constantly trying to work on as well, because I think it's sometimes when I'm trying to be concise, because I feel like so much online and social media has got to be concise. But actually, yes. when you start with a story, you engage people and they they continue to read or they continue to watch, don't they? Rather than just, here's the key thing you should do. It's like, here's the backstory of this thing happened to me and this is what I thought right. about it. So that's right. Yeah. So what's your what's one of your key stories or key messages that you share around your own brand? Well, for myself. I started out playing sports. You know, I played division one college basketball. I was inducted into the hall of fame. I actually had the dreams like many young men to go to the NBA. Yeah. Unfortunately, due to an injury, it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think about a doctor when a doctor sets out to be a surgeon, they don't have a backup plan to be a veterinarian, right? They're like, I'm going to be a surgical doctor. And so for yeah. me as a basketball player, I had the same tunnel vision. That was my goal. So when it failed, it was trying to figure out now, who am I? You know, I mm -hmm. identified so much with the sport, uh, with the notoriety, with that level of competition that I didn't know what area to go into. So when I finally found that, I realized that I operate the same way I did in sports. I'm very competitive, not to a fault of being, you know, overly dramatic, but competition and drive and, con and continuous growth is what drives me. So if my story is in a nutshell, is that even though you can fail, that's a learning experience. Don't look at it as a complete failure. It's a learning experience that will help you in the future. So I always try to make sure that anytime I fail at anything, I try to learn something from it and use that to motivate me 
to grow in other ways. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So if people are listening in and they have a, a business idea or perhaps they're wanting to refine their brand, make sure it's strategic. You know, for me, the thing that comes to mind as well is knowing your why. I'm not sure whether you follow, you know, Simon Sinek's Know Your Why and that golden circle model of people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it, which I think relates to that story that if you can share, you know, the reason that you do what you do. Like my goal, for many years, it's been equipping and inspiring you to truly boost your health and happiness for life. Yes. And then yes. more recently, so that's been my, my vision for many years. And it's kind of just shifted slightly as well, because now I focus more on organizations and leaders. So now it's right. educating and inspiring leaders to create energized, positive, high-performance teams where people thrive. So right. it's always still about people thriving. But um, yeah, what's yours? Yeah, I'm putting you on the spot here again, but what's your vision or what's your why behind what you do? Well, for my company, it's telling people your story. It's basically it. We want to tell your story in the best possible light. We want to give you the best representation of yourself because it's so important when you, when you meet with your strategic planner, the thing that she says when you give her your big idea, she's like, Lauren, let's hone it down to where they can digest what you have. And then we can introduce these other pieces later. So really we wanna help individuals and organizations present themselves in the best light and tell their best story. So that's mm-hmm. my why. That's what I love to do when I help others and organizations. Mm-hmm. And I think for anyone listening in, you know, your why is really the reason you exist, the purpose that you have, why does your company exist? Why do you do what you do? And, and it's so valuable to take that time, isn't it? And to really brainstorm and get clear on that. And then to share that in every place and every way that you can, you know, weaving in stories. So I love that, that strategic branding. The third thing you wanted to tell us about was effective communication, which you're a master of, you know, both in film and in person. So tell us a bit about why communication is so important. And then I'd love to hear your practical tips around it for people. I believe communication is so important because you work with so many different people who interpret things in so many different ways. And one of the things that I've always learned, even with my wife, after we have a conversation, I'll say to her, what did I say? Mm-hmm. You know, because oftentimes we hear things differently, even though we thought we gave it the most, you know, oh, I know this was clear. I, I, I took the time. It's just that different experiences can help you interpret something totally different. So when I decided to work on my communication, because really as a producer and a director, I'm a behind the scenes person. I spent most of my time working either with individuals one-on-one, whether I'm working with actors or working with the client one-on-one or with the team, to now getting on a stage and speaking to mass individuals, not in a direct um, conversation. So for me, joining an organization to help me hone that craft to find out how to say something that will resonate with a broader audience and not just with a specific audience was something that was important to me because as I grew my business, I realized I'm speaking with different people. You know, I'm speaking with different people at different levels within an organization. And sometimes they respond to a different way of putting things. So that was one of the reasons I felt it was important to work on my communication and continue. You know, this is a continuous thing. It doesn't stop. You know, I I don't feel like I'm a master. I feel like I've got to a certain level and I want to continue to grow all the time. Mm -hmm. Nice. Now we got to know each other through Toastmasters and through the Toastmasters International Accredited Speaker Program. So it's no secret, obviously, that we're both members of Toastmasters and I'm sure like 
like myself, you know, I just that yourself as well, that you love it. It's just such a great environment. And I'm always recommending to people go and check out Toastmasters and find out about it. And especially for business owners, it's great because it yes. I find it just gives me this wonderful supportive environment to be able to practice little segments of messages that I might share. Yeah. How about yourself? You know, for me, I think it's so important because even as a business owner, you have to realize there's a part of you that needs sales for every single client. And we're in the business of people. You know, I know it's virtual, but people buy people, right? Whenever they look at you, they buy Lauren. And it's because of you that they believe in what you're talking about. And so you have to present yourself in the best manner possible. And I believe effective communication is paramount to you growing and creating opportunities for yourself, especially when you say, hey, listen, I want to make this dollar amount next year. Well, guess what? There are companies and people that have that dollar amount and they're looking for a certain person to spend it with. That's the reality of money and people. So you have to be in the business of talking the same language that the people talk that have the things that you want to get. And that's something that you have to understand. Toastmasters for me is a great environment where I could grow and practice and fail and continue to learn, but also hone that craft to become better so that I could have more success within my business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that it's those skills being able to practice speaking on the spot that you know helps us in everyday life because that's what we do. Like Toastmasters, yes. just in case you didn't know, it's a club where you can go along and you can do prepared speeches where you've said, I'm going to, you know, do this talk on, on chocolate or on beekeeping or on, you know, this moving event that happened in my life. But you also get to do impromptu speaking which yes. is what we do all day every day it's what we're doing right now you know we haven't scripted right. this we're just having a conversation it's what you do when you pick up the phone when you greet somebody we all have to speak off the cuff so right. it's great learning those skills to be able to do that concisely mm-hmm. and in a powerful way but I'll, I'll tell you one thing that many people don't know about Toastmasters it also helps your ability to evaluate or listen because yes. that is so important the ability to hear someone because when you meet with people, you have to take the time to actually hear them and not talk through them. So that's a, that's one of the really untalked about skills that Toastmasters teaches is how to effectively listen, because that really is one of the components to having effective communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's something that I love most about Toastmasters is the feedback. So part of the way that Toastmasters works is everything is evaluated that, you know, right. when you deliver a speech, you get feedback and it's not feedback to push you down. It's feedback to lift you up, to encourage you to say you did this really well. And hey, maybe you could try and tweak this. And it's that continual learning that comes from that. And I actually love being the evaluator and being able to give that feedback because it's just part of my makeup, but I love seeing things get better. I just love seeing yes. things improve. I'll be the person right. to tell you you've got spinach in your teeth. I'll be the person to point out the way that something can be, you know, just worked on or maybe this could have been done. And hopefully it comes across in a, in a positive way. But it's definitely something that I think has been enhanced through Toastmasters as well. Mm. So when it comes down to effective communication, can you just share some really great practical tips for people that are listening and thinking, okay, I want to, grow my business I want to be successful in in the way I communicate about it any keys that you can give people okay yeah I have a couple of tips I'll give you five small tips number one you have to say it in order to be an effective communicator you have to believe it yourself say it out of your mouth that's the first thing two you have to practice when you say it and when you believe in something you have to continuously You know, do the repetition to make sure you hone that craft. Three, get the education. 
You know, if you don't know what to do, find an organization that will help you learn. And then there's this thing that we have in Toastmasters called an acronym. If you're ever giving a talk and you can't remember it, just think of three words that may help you remember what you say. For instance, I did a talk called Run to Your Dreams, and the acronym was Research, Understudy, and Network. So that's an example of how to organize your thoughts. And lastly, K, know the audience who you're speaking to. So remember this acronym, speak. Say it, practice, educate yourself, remember acronyms, and know your audience. I love it. I love how you weave your acronym in there to actually give us an example. Speak. Okay, let me see if I got it. So speak, say it, practice it. E was educate yourself, use acronyms. And what was K? It was know. Know your audience. Know your audience, yes, which I think is probably the most important thing in terms of whenever we're communicating, because otherwise we're just on a one directional, you know, Um, this is what I want to tell you about the most important thing obviously in business is being able to ask people what do they want and when you can hear your satisfied customers telling you what they've enjoyed about what you do that I think is key to lead into you know where you look back to that strategic branding if you hear what people tell you that they love about what you do then you want to weave that into your future communications you know so that people then hear oh wow like we love that it's that you know it's just the most amazing flavor of ice cream I've ever tasted it's like we have the most amazing flavor of ice cream that you've ever tasted you know whatever your thing is so I love that fantastic so you know we could probably talk all day but um I just want to start to head towards wrapping up so if people wanted to find out more get in touch with you Forrest what's the best way to do that you can visit my website. It's forestuff.com. And that's F, two R's, two T's, two F's, forestuff.com. And you can yes. find me everywhere from there. Fantastic. And if you head over to thrivetvshow.com, then you'll be able to get all the links down below. So if you're listening to this as a podcast and you want to see our smiling faces, head to thrivetvshow.com and you'll be able to see the video version of the session. So Forrest, just to wrap up, if there's one final thing that you want to share with listeners and viewers today, what would it be? I would encourage everyone to believe in yourself. Whether you work for a corporation, whether you're starting a business, or whether you just want to have better health, just know that you can do whatever you want to accomplish. Find out what you need to do to accomplish those goals and go do it. I love it. That very much mirrors a message that I often open with, which is that you are capable of more than you can imagine. And it's something that I've discovered is true. And I won't go into the big backstory, but I... I do love sharing the story around that because we are all capable of more than we first imagined, something that I discovered a long time ago. Uh, right. So, yeah, I totally echo those thoughts. Sorry? It's, it's so hard as a storyteller not to go into backstory because that's what we do. But, you know, I, I know that you're reaching so many people. I was so impressed with what you did at Toastmasters. And I thought just giving your speech and your, your story itself really resonated with me. So kudos to you. I just want to say you did a great, excellent job. Oh, well, likewise. Thank you so much. No, I so appreciate it. But yeah, this is this is about you today. So I want you my story. And actually, if people want to hear that story, you can go back to episode one of the Thrive TV show, where I do share that backstory around how and why I know that we are all capable of so much more than we can imagine. So as Forrest said, believe in yourself and go out and yeah, be courageous, step out of your comfort zone and, and create 
an amazingly successful business. I know that you can. So thank you so much for your time today, Forrest. Thank you for having me. So fantastic to share your wisdom. Thank you. So thanks to everyone for tuning in. That's another episode of the Thrive TV show. Go out and thrive. Thank you for listening to the Thrive TV show with Lauren Parsons. Visit thrivetvshow.com to access the show notes and discover our fantastic bonus content. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next inspiring episode.